This Advent, we're pursuing a series on hope. Last week, Father Ivan spoke on the hope of heaven. And this week, we're going to speak on our hope for our own transformation. There are two sins against hope. On the one side is despair, a complete lack of hope. On the other side is presumption. So presumption means taking God's mercy for granted, saying, I'll come back to God on my own time, on my own terms. He's infinitely merciful, isn't he? Despair sins in the opposite direction. It's a, a lack of hope for salvation. One who despairs says, I'm too far gone. There's no way back for me. And then there's something like despair, which is much more common, but not so extreme, and that's discouragement. And I think many of us face discouragement. You know, there's some sin in our life that seems immovable, and we've just accepted it. We've said, this is just the way I am. Today, the Lord wants to speak hope into that area of discouragement. The hope that he can overcome our most persistent defects and renew us by the power of his grace. And I want to reflect on three truths that will inspire our hope for transformation. The first is related to what Father Ivan preached on last week, the hope of heaven. In heaven, we will be transformed. In this life, we, have, we all have some persistent sin or temptation that we battle against. And sometimes we even wonder whether it's worth fighting because it just keeps coming back again and again like a, a telemarketer that won't stop calling. So maybe you've forgiven someone a thousand times and yet you wake up every morning with that same bitterness in your heart and you feel like you're starting over again. And you're tired of fighting with yourself. But in heaven, our hearts will no longer be divided. And we'll be able to love God freely with our whole hearts, with all our heart and soul and mind and strength. One day, we'll shine. And the Lord will say to us the words that we heard from the prophet Baruch today. Take off your robe of mourning and misery. Put on the splendor of the glory from God forever. Wrapped in the cloak of justice from God, bear on your head the mitre that displays the glory of the eternal name. Up Jerusalem, stand upon the heights. One day we'll shine like the saints in heaven because we will be saints. That's all there is in heaven. And knowing that one day we will be transformed teaches us that there's nothing that can't be changed, even now. So that persistent vice that has been a part of us for so long that we feel like it's just who we are, one day that will be gone. And if God can do it then, he can do it now. And so reflecting on heaven can help us lift up our eyes and renew our hope for his power to transform us. But there's a danger that this reflection on heaven is too distant from our life to really inspire hope. That at the first tug of temptation, it all seems like a distant dream. And we think, oh, that's right, that's who I really am. But when the Lord speaks words of hope, he knows to whom he's speaking. 
He sees us. He knows our frailty. He didn't come to bring hope to someone else. He came to bring hope to you. He knows who you are. He knows your frailty. Sometimes we treat the gospel like, like a legend that took place far, far away in, in a time long, long ago. But listen to the words of, of today's gospel, how Luke introduces them. He says, In the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea and Herod was tetrarch of Galilee, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, the son of Zechariah in the desert. The Lord spoke in the real world, in the context of a real historical situation. And so when he says to you, I can heal that, I can do this in your life, he knows to whom he's speaking, he knows you. He knows your frailty and he says, still, I can do it. Still, we might want to say, look, I've tried this before. But this sin is unmovable. It's like pushing against a mountain. Listen to what the prophet Baruch says. God has commanded that every lofty mountain be made low. And that the age-old depths, the age-old depths, those old sins that have been with us for a long time, the age-old depths and gorges be filled to level ground that Israel may advance secure in the glory of God. It's true that some of our vices are more unmovable than mountains. But God can move mountains. And this brings us to our final point. It's God who's going to do this in you. He's coming to your aid, and he's the reason for your hope. You know, Baruch, as we just heard, speaks about God leveling the mountains and raising up the valleys so that we can make our way to God. But the gospel uses the same image and it turns it around. Listen to what Isaiah says, quoted by St. Luke. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight his path. Every valley shall be filled and every mountain and hill be made low. So in Baruch, we're traveling to God, but in the gospel, it's God who's coming to us. And that's what we celebrate in this time of Advent, isn't it? That God is coming to save us. He's the one who will work out our salvation. Not without our cooperation, but he's the primary agent. And that's why St. Paul says in the second reading to the Philippians, I'm confident of this, that the one who began a good work in you will continue to complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. The Lord is the one who began it in us, and he will bring it to completion. He can bring breakthrough to a part of your life that you've been struggling with for a long time. Last Wednesday, we were out visiting the homeless. It was our last chance to go before moving out here to Washington, D.C. And there's a man who we've gotten to know over the course of months after visiting week after week. His name is Jason. He's a man who's been through it all. He struggles with addiction and rage. And we were speaking to him this last Wednesday. And I saw that, well, in time we had really grown in trust. So I said to him, Jason, look, I'm leaving on Friday. Do you want to go to confession? He said, yeah, I do. 
So we walked out away from the camp into the field. And when we finished, there were tears in his eyes and a light in his face. And that light was hope. I believe that that moment was a breakthrough for Jason. And I believe that God wants to bring a breakthrough to your life in this Advent. You know, there's no sin that God can't overcome in you. If you've prayed a thousand times, I want to encourage you this week to pray again. Pray again. And the hope that you pray with will be all the more delightful to God because you've already prayed a thousand times with no response. The fact that you dare to hope one more time, that delights God. So let's pray again this week. Let's pray for breakthrough. Lift up your eyes. One day you will be a saint among saints. The Lord knows you, and he's coming to save you. He won't stop short. The one who began a good work in you will continue to complete it until the day of Christ Jesus.